MK. Welcome into Off the Cuff Sports. Been off for a couple weeks. Been busy doing other things. Uh, you know, coming to the end of the school year in more than more than one way. So uh, things are kind of, even though they're technically winding down, they're also ramping up at the same time. Uh, but we'll jump into it. Who is your team in distress? Who is getting to the distress club this week? The Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah, Bucks. that one hurts. The Suns one really hurts. Yeah, they're not winning. They're not getting out of the first round, potentially. Yeah, that's 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 disappointing. Like, they, they should have won it this year, and now they're not even going to make it out of the first round. Hey, but if he was Kobe, he played through it. Right? <laughs> Tell that to LeBron, too. He knew oh. he could run out there. Hey, we, we're goating our own right. We don't have to live up to somebody else. We, we are our own beast. Think about that. Well, LeBron kind of shut it down at the end of the season, you know. Just kind of just, yeah, you know, in the last year 1920. So sorry <laughs> we've been doing this for freaking two decades. Excuse us. Fair. Yeah. But Morris, who's your team in distress right now? Um, Not that they're completely in distress, but uh, what's they call the Timberwolves went at home in their first home playoff game and blew two 20-point leads in one game. Yeah, that's lost. tough. I, that was real tough. And that that was all after Cap goes on the record and says, you know, we're we're back in Minnesota now. Yeah. So, uh, just tough look for a soft player. Mine's got to be, be the Nets. Um, not exactly like things were going well for them anyways, but... Uh, I believe they're down 0-2 right now, and their their last hope is Ben Simmons joining the roster now. I mean, if so, Ben I was, mean, yeah, if, if Ben would have played, they they'd yeah. be up like three zero right now. Please tell games. me you're lying. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm so, so I'm so glad uh, I heard sarcasm. I was about to say, are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Now I, I will say <laughs> I think one, there's, I think they've got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the floor, and they're like, "But now we're gonna get Ben Simmons back. Everything's gonna be okay, guys. Everything's fine. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that floor space. That, that's the answer. Be freaking amazing. Yeah, they're they're not gonna last. Uh, here's my question with that: um, Are we seeing? the fad of the super team now go away because we don't, we don't really don't have a super team right now in the league. The only one that you could technically call a super team would be the nets and they are collapsing in front of our eyes right now. They never actually, I can't even say they collapsed because they never really came together. They never really built themselves up. I don't want to say super teams are collapsing more so than I want to say 
the generational stars that we grew up watching or we're used to watching through our older ages, that grouping is, is fading away. So if you look at what teams are doing well right now, it's a lot of those younger squads that have youth to go, you know, in hand with. And I'm talking about, and I'm talking about in terms of these guys are all established stars with other teams, and they're choosing to come together to play together. When I say a super team, like, oh no, yes, That's... Warriors are technically a super, uh, technically a super team, but that was more what's what's there is more of the built super team, not the bought super team, right? Which I think but, is there's a clear distinction there. But no, I don't. I don't think super teams in general are are going away. Like players are still going to go and play with each other. It's just a lot of what our top players are going to be down the road haven't gotten to that point in free agency. So if you look at a Jaw or a Trey Young or Anthony Edwards or Lamelo or even um, the Celtics players with um, Jalen Brown or. Jason Tatum, they just haven't hit free agency yet. But give it some time. That's fair. I guarantee, I guarantee you there's going to be a couple of them, um, maybe not from the Celtics, but from other teams that are going to look to go team up with some stars. Solomon? No, I mean, I agree with the Morris. I kind of feel like it's you've gotten to the point where guys want to win but like you want to win with your friends and stuff too and if your buddy is a superstar why not team up with them and you know go and you know win a bunch of championships but yeah it's just a lot of the new age stars have not hit free agency they're just coming off from or about to come off of that last extension you know what i'm saying so once that happens i think that they will right. team, some of them will team up so this is just, it's just the timing of showing us that gap between the superstars of essentially the last generation and the superstars of the coming generation. We had that gap, that, you know, five, six year gap where you really weren't getting any guys coming to the league that were those high caliber players that would be at the, that are at that point of that they would have moved to join a super team at this point. We just we just hit that funny gap. That is that what you guys are saying? We didn't have anybody good for the past couple of years. That at least we're on that level. I mean, yeah, yeah. you didn't really have anybody. Yeah, yeah. I guess the closest thing to it would have been Giannis, but I don't know. If well, Giannis there was, was a... by himself. There was really no one else with him. Well, he could have. It wasn't like the that couple of years with like. LeBron's draft and the draft before and after him that was those 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 had a lot of guys that went along to be you know names in the league I mean even if he didn't have anyone specifically with him he could have left um, before he re-signed that extension but That's realistically true. I mean what teams could have built around him um, or had the cap space to build around it. So I mean, it, and, but to it be took... fair, the league is league is going away from the big man, even though I don't agree with that. So they're not no, not no teams are really going to be putting them in a, the, building a team around that big man anymore. They're going to be building around the guards. So it 
it's not surprising that he ended up staying where he was because no one was going to want to build a team with him as a centerpiece. Even though they should. But that's just the trend of the league right now. That may change soon. Jokic and... Um, I hope so. I mean, I, it's, it's, all, it's all cyclical. Yeah. So what are our thoughts going into the 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 next round? Um are our picks where they were before the uh before the playoffs started? Are there any changes to them? Sixers and six. Warriors and four. Okay. Sixers and six. I think I I like the Warriors a lot right now. They're they got they now got not only they have the bash the splash brothers, they now have Baby Splash, like they had the Bash Brothers and Baby Bash from one of Solomon's favorite movies. I'm going to go home and watch that now. I'm going to watch that after we finish this. Did you watch the uh, the, the series that they had? Yes, I've watched it all the way through twice. On Disney Plus. Oh, of course you have. Yeah, the and fact that like it, was, it was it was... It was, it was like it was the right amount of childhood cheesy that I needed. The only thing that made me mad right. was the fact like Joshua Jackson didn't come back. And if they make a season two and he doesn't come back, I'm 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 gonna find him. I'm gonna choke him myself. Like give us our nostalgia. <laughs> come back, do a thirty minute cameo, and let us relive our lives. Jesus, just, just spend a day on set. Like I mean, what's he doing? He doesn't even is, does he have a career anymore in acting? It's not like he's busy. Nah, he lives off of his wife. Like, his wife is the is the black girl from like the three five five. Like she's that girl. Like okay. bad as can be. But I'm just like, bro, come on. For, for so us. he's not busy. He's what is he what is he doing right now? I mean <laughs> living off of her. It's 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 one thing it's one thing when you're like the rock and you're in ten movies every single year. And, you know, you can't exactly go do cameos anymore, but but I mean, this guy—he's not doing anything. He's sitting at home. So, so JT, if if you had a chance yeah. to sit at home, chill, relax, do whatever you want for the rest of your life, would you not do that? I would, but you know what? If if it's if it's one day, hey, come on set, you know, do a five minute scene for us, spend the day on set. Okay, we're gonna fly you out. We're gonna take care of your housing. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll spend a day or two out there. I mean. No, Lamorce, the streets needs it. We need that just like we need it. Sorry for the wait. You you and you know what I mean. We needed that, we need that cameo just as bad as we need it. Sorry for the wait and sorry for the wait too between the quarter three and the quarter four. Like we need we need that cameo that bad. I mean, I, I really I, I need a season two because they're they're playing with um how long it's taken for season two to release but you know have they I, announced a season two because I, I know was... they canceled uh i know they canceled uh turner and hooch uh after one season uh, i haven't heard about the, any of the other base shows that are essentially reboots or remakes or spin-offs of of old disney property um, there is a season. Anyway, two. we we okay. 
but there's no release date. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, we dig- we digress, but for a good reason. Classic, classics, uh, set of movies there. Um, but uh, we'll move on. Well, one, we do have a bit of news uh, from our alma mater. Once again, another national championship came to Valdosta State. Red Hots won another championship. So, uh, congratulations to them. Uh, I believe that's our 21st national championship as a school. Uh, so, good for them. Uh, we'll move we want on Bama. to... <laughs> of the of the Division Two schools that would like fare well against a Division One school, they're definitely high on the list. I'm not saying they could take Alabama. Everyone, calm down. Don't put words oh, yeah. in my mouth. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If a if a if a team from Division Two could take on a Division One team. A team on the list that could do it would be Valdosta State. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, that's that's as far as foolishness as I'm going to go with it. Because I know, I know Solomon's rolling his eyes right now, but he's driving. So, you know, he, he, can't, he can't be too extreme with it. Uh, but we'll move on to the NFL with Debo Samuel uh, requesting a trade. Um, in, a, in a somewhat shocking move, uh, wanting to get out of San Francisco. Uh, what are the thoughts on that? I don't think that is shocking. I kind of think that he uh, wanted to get paid, and they obviously can't afford to get him paid until they get rid of Jimmy G. And, I mean, it just... It's unfortunate. Also, I think they're also trying to lowball him because, like, they're trying to pay him as a running back instead of a receiver. And yeah, like he ain't going for that. Well, that that was that was one of the kind of the the gripes that has come out is that he he said, "I want to be a wide receiver. I don't want to play multiple positions. I'm a wide receiver. Let me play wide receiver." And as you can see, San Francisco has done nothing in the offseason to pick up a a starting running back. Um, and also, they're, they're st- continuing to keep uh, Jimmy Garoppolo on their roster. So, uh, those two things combined, I could understand why he wants out. What are... Uh, what are what are good landing spots for him? The Jets. Oh my God, Lamar, stop! <laughs> so, no, but for real though, like if he really wants that money and to be a wide receiver, what other place would you go other than a place that doesn't have anything, and you can get everything that you want? You're going to be the feature receiver, running back, whatever you want to call it. Um, quarterback talent. I don't think that's there's that much of a drop off between Jimmy G slash Trey Lance and uh, what whatever his name is. Once again, I I, I said me personally, I think um, old boy from uh, BYU is going to be the best QB out of that draft. You don't even remember his name. 
Kyle Wilson. You I know don't his even name is, I, I just don't care to say Zach Wilson. <laughs> or whatever, Zach Wilson, one of those. Uh, t- standard white boy name. But, um, you know, for, for Debo, um, that's a good place. And then the other place I was going to say is Green Bay, only because, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers just lost Devontae Adams. Right. Um, I mean, if I, even though you don't have a lot to get him, I think the Kansas City Chiefs should go after him after losing Tyreek Hill. Um, I think the Colts, they don't have any capital, but I would say try, if they could find a way to get him in there without giving up uh, anything significant on their end um, as far as actual players on the field. Uh, they've got a strong defense. They've already got a good, they've already got one good receiver adding him. They have a tight end. They have one of the best running backs in the league and they have a competent quarterback. Uh, so that would be a good place to fall. Kansas City, obviously Kansas City, you can't, there's, there's, a, a, there's a need there and a team that has been to the summit. Um, uh, I don't see why he would want to go to the Jets. I could see, yes, the money, yes, but I mean, but, but if you're smart, which I think Debo is a little bit smart. A little? He could, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I don't know him exactly. I, I don't want to oversell the man. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he's a little bit smart to realize that taxes in New York are rather high, especially uh, in especially in New York City. Uh, so, well, technically they play in New Jersey, but the taxes aren't that much better there anyways, uh, especially in Newark. Uh, but even though he wouldn't get tech on paper as much money going to, let's say, in Indianapolis or in Kansas City, after Uncle Sam takes his cut, the difference wouldn't be that much. And then he'd also be with a winning program at that point. But that's well, well maybe, is he yeah, value too much? Is he valuing winning or is he valuing that money? Because if he's valuing winning, then he's got to be willing to take a pay cut. Um, Kansas City just signed or traded for Juju Smith-Schuster also. So he's going to be, what, second, third on the totem pole, even behind McCall Hartman at this point? True. You know. But I I don't know if he could get... I don't know if the... Well, it is the Jets. They are stupid enough to do that, to give him wide receiver one money when, though he's he is a, he's a great talent, I don't know if he is, I don't know if he can necessarily, is necessarily warrants number one wide receiver money quite yet right. Uh, right. After, after one season. Um, so I don't think he would... I would hope the Jets are smart enough to not give him that off out the gate just because, but that's just kind of how the league goes. Everyone just, oh yeah, here you go. Yeah, that's that's the market. Here you go. Here's here's five percent over the market value right now. Go ahead, you're you're good. Uh, but I mean, I'd be just I'd, I'd feel bad for him if he went to there. I'd feel bad if he went to the to the Jets. Feel bad if he went to the Giants too. Don't don't make me think it's it's, it's a Jets Giants handle. I don't think it'd be a good favor for him to go to the Giants either. I think, honestly, I think the best place would be... Uh, I think Green Bay wouldn't be bad either. Um, I just think that Indy has a stronger defense. Um, and so I think they're, I think they're, 
closer to you know meet to that next level because we're because Green Bay has plateaued um and I think bringing in and that was with you know Devonte Adams um and I don't I don't think that Debo is at Devonte Adams level necessarily so uh bringing so bringing him in wouldn't exactly it wouldn't exactly be the the key in getting them from you know the divisional round or the the NFC championship to the Super Bowl anyways I don't think they're that I don't think that's the difference in them making that leap at that point but that wow. that's that's my thoughts so uh, yeah, you have anything to add Solomon no, y'all guys got it. I just still think no matter what, if he's dumb for wanting to leave in the first place, he'll be all right. He's making more money than me. Yeah, but he, I, mean, I, I think part of it's the fact that they're they're not getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. But then again, I don't well, know how many teams Jimmy are going to pick him up. I mean... You know, Bill Belichick was was willing to to cut Tom Brady for him. Well, Bill Belichick is, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there are teams that have Carson Wentz and Zach Wilson on them. I mean. Would, would picking up Jimmy Garoppolo be worse than having Carson Wentz on your roster or uh, I mean I, I think, think so whoever, Houston doesn't have a court Houston doesn't th- have a quarterback right now I think the biggest thing is the money is that if yeah, you pick uh, that's, up I think uh, he doesn't warrant the money right now right if you pick uh, up a They'd have to do getting, a restructuring. Yeah. If you pick up a QB of that salary, he's got to be your starting QB. And I don't think he's good enough to start right. any team right now. He got, he got the Niners to the Super Bowl just a couple of years ago. Was that him or was that the healthy. defense? I mean, the same defense was there the year after, and they didn't even make the playoffs without him. So... I mean, it could have been all of the defense. I mean, maybe Seattle. He could go to the Seattle, but I don't think I don't think San Francisco would trade them in their, within their own division. But I mean, as far as like a good fit, I mean, they they just freed up a bunch of they they have the salary cap to take him, and I mean, I don't I mean. As far as I mean, something. I mean, you got to figure out something to do with them. I mean, so so it's random clear that they're they're not sold on him. Oh yeah. Um, random thought, just based off of what she said, um, uh, with how it can't all be on the defense. I hope y'all keep that same energy when uh, UGA doesn't make the college football playoff this year, and it, it's not because all of the defense is it's because Stetson Bennett. You know, carried that to me. 
he's not going to be quarterback this year. So that's that's can we go ahead? Can we go ahead and move past this conversation? I think I'll I think we're gonna I think we're gonna dump that uh that last <laughs> statement and then move on to the uh the next next Thank portion. You. Um early season so a another spring football league has popped up or returned necessarily. Um the because everyone, you know, nobody does anything original anymore. Everything's a reboot or a spin-off or uh, revival of a of something from the past. Uh, latest entry is the USFL. Uh, I've watched. I'm watching the second game I've watched so far right now. Uh, why do we keep trying to do spring football? Why do we want spring football so badly? Um, and why does it not work? You want spring football so badly because, like, people can't do without football, which I get. Like, it's a real fun thing to have. But it doesn't work because none of the teams or the people that you're looking for or that you watch in these games have any chance of progressing to the main things that you watch or like the the best ones like college football or the NFL like until you get a spring league that is a proxy for good players to like maybe to leave college behind and use it in order to go to the NFL spring football will never catch on and now with nil money like it'll never catch on before the nil like i thought that the rock had a real good chance with the xfl with how he was going to like pay kids out of school to come to the xfl and use that for three years well now they have they have uh now they've developed an agreement between the nfl development league and the nfl basically guys that come through the development league that the NFL's like NFL says it isn't ready yet, they shoe over to the XFL. So there is a partnership with the XFL and the NFL. Um, it's not, you know, it's not exactly what you're talking about, but it's it's more than any other spring league has had before. So if if one of them's gonna work out, I think that would be the one to work out because it is it 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 said, yes, we will be the little brother to the NFL. Right. Which these other leagues have not wanted to do that. But, but if they're if they're gonna go treat on. it if they're gonna treat it that way, they need to full on invest as if it's developmental league and not just like okay, like minor league. Make it minor league. Make the right. make the development league two A and make XFL triple A essentially. Right. But at the same time, you can't just pull a whole bunch of, um, what do you call it, NFL rejects who have previous NFL experience or got cut from rosters and throw them in there um, and not have some sort of youth to develop. Because of the draft policy, um, you're not going to get anybody new, you know, that's really going to have a chance of making the league. So you probably want to change it from being in the college for what three years before you can enter the draft yeah. to say you could 
go one year or two years and go to the developmental league. Or if you don't have a spot coming out of the transfer portal, well, just get out of college and go to the developmental league and treat it that yep. way as, as an actual league. But I don't know if they'll ever be yeah, able to I mean, do that. I mean, I think I, I think they equate, I would equate this to, um, do y'all remember that episode of Jimmy Neutron where he makes a candy that is so satisfying, people can't have enough of it. You remember that episode? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so I think that's what football kind of is, is that we can't have enough of it, and that's why it is, we have, we want to have it in the spring, but the thing is, it's not gonna satisfy us the same way. It's not the same product, it's not, it's not the same level of talent, um, not the same, you know, show essentially. Um, you know, I've, I think I've made the statement before in the podcast: perfect is the enemy of good, perfect is the enemy of great. We've got they've got a great thing with the NFL and with college football, but we don't have football year round, so it's not perfect. We don't have football every single Saturday and Sunday, so we but we want that. I think that's why we keep wanting to do this, but it's not going to work because you don't, there isn't a, unless we can make this more of an international sport, which I don't see that happening in the next decade to the level that soccer is, level that baseball is, level that rugby is. Um, and, until we get to that point, we're not going to have the depth of players to have a quality product for a second league. I will say there, there is talent to have a quality product, but I think one of the biggest issues is that when you play standard, football um, that's the same product so we're comparing it to the same product whereas if you were comparing it right. to like an arena football um, or Canadian football that's two separate you know endpoints right. or, or types of football so it, it doesn't look as bad when you look at some of those other leagues but when you have just a standard American football and you know you're comparing it to an NFL college football is going to lack right and that's something that you know they can't really avoid unless they change the game altogether and I mean also if you just look at it like I mean the way you Lamora see the Georgia G Wait, Solomon, you see the, the Alabama A? Some team that just sprouted up two months ago is not going to have that same feeling for you that those logos do. They just won't. And, you know, when Georgia and Alabama had those really down years, it didn't matter. You were still going to watch them regardless of how bad the product was on the field. And you were still going to root for them and you were still 
still appreciate them for what they were. Unless this this all of a sudden becomes amazing product on the field, the shit once the shine goes away, no one's gonna care. And that's just it's just doomed to fail, I think, from the start. But that's my two cents. Uh, anything else that happened in the past couple weeks that we wanna we wanna discuss? Uh, Scotty Scheffler's three putt, still winning the Masters by multiple strokes. Uh, Not, nothing else that we want to bring up. I'm good, surprisingly. Okay, nothing you need to get off your chest, Solon. Nothing, nothing to, you know. No, other, other airing of grievances. Nah, no grievances. Other than the fact that, like I said, sixes and six, you already here first. Everybody's falling in love with the Warriors again because, once again, they're the Warriors. But like I said, it's Joel Embiid's time. Sixes and six. Return of the big man. Okay. Uh, With that, we'll move on to Petty Moment of the Week. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go first. Um... I don't remember the player's name, um, but this is going back to the USFL. Um, they had a player who decided to tell someone on the nutrition team um, that he didn't want to eat the chicken salad and he wanted a pizza, which, you know, it's a not necessarily a good request, but it's not too outlandish. Um, it could but be. They, we could have a worse request. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, he may have wanted vegetables they, on the pizza. We don't know. But I, I, I don't think you fire the person just because, you know, he asked for a pizza. And that's where I, you know, that head coach, I don't understand. You had probably one of the best players on your team just kicked out because he asked for a pizza. Um. Like, There's got to be more to that. I, I can't imagine you get fired because you wanted a pizza. That doesn't really make sense. But Apparently, his the way he worded his request um, came off as rude to whoever was working, supposedly. But, you know, even then, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't fire somebody or release them just because of that. Yeah. Solomon. I am looking hard for a petty moment. God dog, you don't even have one. Oh. Oh yeah, here's a good petty moment. During the game, during the uh, the Utah Jazz in the uh, Dallas Mavericks game, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this yet, but uh, Jalen Brunson is like a is a bucket, and like he is causing them so much havoc 
that now, like, during, during timeouts, like, the coach can't even get a, a, a word in. Like, all it is is all five players yelling and screaming at each other. Mind you, Jalen Brunson is six foot, 178, and this guy has averaged 41, has had 41, 34, and 26 in his last three playoff starts. And you got people like Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert yelling and screaming and fussing at each other in the huddle like five-year-old schoolgirls. If that's not petty, I don't know what is. Hey, the everything starts to stink once you start to lose. It didn't help that they didn't like each other to begin with after the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you get your ass beat by a, a role player, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Uh, so mine, um, there is a Twitter account called Freezing Cold Takes. And so they bring up all tweets that have aged very poorly. Um, this one they, they, they screenshotted was from uh, April 17th of 2010 from some guy named Greg Bedard. Uh, he said, people are high on Arizona tight end Gronkowski. I don't see it at all. And Rob Gronkowski quoted the tweet saying, tell me more. He said, happy to Roberto and put a <laughs> gift of a, uh, of, of Joe McHale making the phone symbol with his, with his thumb and, and uh, pinky, which Rob Gronkowski replied, are you a psychic? Uh, but with that, we'll move on to final thoughts. Uh, what do you guys got? Great, LeBron. Wars is a whole. That going to be your final thoughts until they actually do that. I mean, I've been oh, saying one question years. actually I have for 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 Solomon before we get to that, because um, you know the answer to this. I have heard that LeBron's second son. Is actually better than Bronny. He's not better, but like he has more of an upside. Like Bronny's like six four, and Bryce is already like six five, six six, and like he's just he's you can tell he's awkward growing into his body. But like this year with Bronny being a he senior, he potentially and be, be better. Yes, he can definitely potentially be better if he feels into his body. Like if he gets control of his body faster, like he he's he's definitely got more of an upside because I think Bronny's done growing. I don't see Bronny growing anymore, but Bryce is like a legitimate six six, and like if he hits six seven six eight like his dad, and he finds a way around his body, like it's it's gonna be something vicious. It really is, That's in my opinion. All right, just curious about that. What are your final thoughts, Solomon? Uh, the more, the merrier. Okay. More hoes? Don't know what that it is. Uh, uh, more kids? Uh, I'm just saying the more, the merrier. Uh, okay. 
more alcohol, more liquor in your house. The more the merrier, guys. The more the merrier. <laughs> another dog. <laughs> another dog. <laughs> All right, I guess my final thoughts. Uh, Notre Dame apparently is turning to analytics now to be successful. Um, I, I obviously, as as someone that's working on their third degree right now, I believe in science. I believe in calculations and and evidence. Uh, but analytics told the Dodgers to take Clayton Kershaw out after seven perfect innings and I think it was what like 80 pitches Lamars yes but I agree with that decision that they made well I I don't understand I mean he does he's not at a high pitch count he's not hitting 100 pitches but it's still the beginning of the season and most pitchers aren't pitching to the hundreds right now I don't think anybody's really pitching 100 pitches a game right now. And with Clayton Kershaw's injury history and his age, it's a long season. You, you could pull him. It's, yeah. it's one game. But out of, perfect perfect games don't come along that often. They don't. And that's I, why it kind of sucks that it had to be then and not later on into the season. But, you know. I think it makes more sense if it makes more sense to take him out when it's game 50 in that situation. This is this was the opening weekend they took him out. I don't just his arms is as fresh as it's going to be. It's it's not and fresh though. It's not fully warmed up. So so spring training the reason that they have is to ramp your arms up to where it can pitch 100 pitches a game. And coming out of spring training nobody's ready for it. And that's why usually it, it takes an adjustment, even for velocity, to hit that that mark. You don't want to overthrow when you haven't been throwing for however many months. So yeah, it kind of sucked, but you know. Eh. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old soul. I don't buy into analytics. But then again, Notre Dame's doing it. Been doing it the old-fashioned way, and can't seem to win anything so you know maybe i'm wrong you know but i don't know i analytics is just i've just never been a fan of i think you're out thinking yourself and trying to be too smart but you know what do i know i'm just the guy i mean they they still won the game Uh, it was a one hitter yeah but i mean but it's a, a perfect perfect games like they just don't happen and you're two innings away from it. I mean, I could have said pulling him in the fifth, but like you're pulling him after the seventh inning. You've got six outs to go, and you're like, no, we're gonna sit you down. It's I don't know. It's it's it was frustrating to me. But yeah, but I'm just a, I'm a fan of moments, I guess. You know. Uh, with that, we'll call it uh, a very calm, uh, no arguments, uh, no heated debates this time. 
uh, and because Solomon's just tired after a long day and didn't have the energy to uh, to disagree with anybody. Uh, That's true. That's very wow. true. You, you you're gonna go to go to bed right after this is over. More more than likely, yeah. Not even joking. Mm. Okay. I just fought off the Fair. stomach bug. I threw up. I, I, mean, I threw up <laughs> my gut for the past two days. So, yeah. That's that's nice. That's, that's that's yeah, good. I've I've just had allergies for like three straight weeks now. You know. I will but, trade your allergies for the last forty eight hours of my life. That was terrible. Well, I, I could lose ten to fifteen pounds. So you know, getting a stomach bug wouldn't wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, no, I can't afford to lose anything, and now I gotta go gain it all back. So I'm a ve- I'm a veg out. I can help all. you. I'm really good at gaining weight. I can I can I can help you do that. <laughs> all right, with that, we'll get out of here. This has been Off the Cuff Sports. We'll see you all next time, whenever that is. Hasta luego.